Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. Hey guys, welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. Um, at any time, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so on Twitter at HeartHustlePod, Facebook and Instagram at Heart and Hustle Podcast, and use the hashtag BossSoHard throughout the week to show us what you guys are up to. And if you're listening on iTunes, just go over to our page on iTunes. You click the little arrow and it says view in store. And you go over there and you leave us a rating or review, preferably five stars. <laughs> um, but really, I really have enjoyed reading the reviews and have been taking notes and trying to do things a little bit differently in the beginning. So um, keep telling us what you think about the episodes on social media and on iTunes. And if you're not on iTunes, you could go over there and leave us a review anyways. And I will give you a free virtual high five. Yeah, have fun remembering your iTunes email, by the way, <laughs> because every time I go on iTunes and I have to sign in, that's I'm like, true. that's from my, like, when I had my first iPod, which was like, what, 2004, 2005? So wow. I've had that same iTunes account. It's it's rough. That reminds me that that's the year that I met John, and like I'm like, wow, that was a long time yep, ago. Yep, that was 12 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Oh, that seems unreal. I got a husband and an iPod in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> what so a year fun. Go, girl. Fun. How's your week been? It's Tuesday. That's true. <laughs> it's, your weekend. Like uh, weekend, um, work well, basically. How your Monday? Monday? Been working. <laughs> like I'm like we've work. been working. The days yeah. are like blurred kind of together. together. Um, yeah, I'm like I can't believe that it's April 11th, and I just had to like press my phone to see what um, it was because I was like, what day is that? I don't uh, know. I feel like it should be like April 2nd. Yeah, we're already in mid-April, and I feel like April just started. Yeah, actually, I think I'm ready for like April 2nd. I'm not really ready for April 11th. Um, so yeah, this this is just like it's flying by, and I'm not even gonna like. I, don't, I, I was going to go to uh, North Carolina at the end of this month, and now I'm just like, I don't even understand how. I'm looking at your calendar right now. Like, Isn't now. it terrifying? Like, I'm yeah, looking at it now, and I'm like, both just, like, staring at it, like, ah. That's cute. Yeah. I know. I mean, traveling next week, and I'm literally like, I have not, like, I keep getting notifications from the Block Connect, and they're like, it's only 11 days yeah. away. And I'm like, please <laughs> stop saying that. That is really like awful for you to remind me that I have not ordered my business cards and all this other stuff, so. Oh, fun times. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about, I don't know, somebody was talking the other day about like PTO, paid time off. What's that? I know, and <laughs> I, it's funny because I thought about it because like right before, um, and I haven't had like an anxiety attack in a long time, but right before like we went to Europe, I had a few <laughs> because like those two weeks were just insane. I was trying to you know, get everything that I needed to get done um, before we left, and it was just a lot. And I started thinking a lot about that, like, huh, so when you work for, like, someone else, and again, because, like, I never had, like, a real, like, J-O-B, which we're going to be talking about those today, um, for someone else. Like, I, I pretty much, like, went straight from, like, you know, little little jobs and then, like, yeah. straight into my career on, on my own. Um, so I'm like, well, if you get like pay time off and that's a concept and maybe I should visit that. I'm not at a point to visit that now, but I'm like, I really want to talk to someone at some point 
who, who I structures never that into... used my PTO except for one time I used it and it was literally like I used my PTO the two weeks on top of me putting in two weeks for quitting so I had a month off that I got paid for basically yeah, see, that's like, exactly I mean, what... like I showed up I like took two weeks off and I was like just kidding I'm well the two weeks I was like I'm taking my PTO off so I'm not coming back so thanks and that's it. But I never used yeah, I PTO. That's, that's I was like the ideal. I mean, it's, it is ideal for you. That's why. I, yeah. That's why I don't. I went to Hawaii. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, like yeah, I never really um, like. And I think this is, and we'll talk about this about like having a you know real job. A lot of places, even though they give you like all this time, they really are very specific about when you can use it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I never got into the habit of using it because if you ask, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh well, this is our busy season, or oh we just hired yeah. new employees always something and you're like can you just like ideally like they kind of push you to tell you when you can take yeah, your like time off my friends have to like request right like, and way in advance, exactly like you know, three but... to six months in advance yeah, which oh, is just yeah. ridiculous because but it's your at the time. Same time i'm just like that's like such a concept to like be gone not work and then also not like work double time ahead i'm like what like, but you work double so, when you come back because there's like stuff that need, unless it's like a project where somebody else can take it over a lot of the time the stuff just sits there and then you come yeah. back and it's like everything's on fire yeah i guess it like, so depends fun. on like what you do for yeah for sure because if it, if no one else can take over what you do then you're gonna have a whole yeah you, you just come back and then your desk is full of packages or mail or your your inbox is automatically full of stuff that yeah, you have to go if through salary they're still gonna be like well you gotta get all these things done. yeah they don't care so, <laughs> yeah so maybe like, we have hey, to structure away while I'm gone. the new pto like that's what entrepreneurs yeah like that's I, I feel like there needs to be there needs to be a better answer than okay i've saved up all this money for this trip i'm so excited about and looking forward to it now i'm gonna spend the next three weeks freaking out and working crazy hours so that i don't have to yeah. work a lot when i'm on it like <laughs> I'm glad that I was able to take, like, I mean, I brought my laptop and I only opened it a few times while I was there and that's great. But at the same time, like the anxiety that I put myself through ahead of time was super unhealthy. (laughs) It took you like a week to recover from the anxiety that you had. It's especially (laughs) because like I worked so long to like, you know, get my, get myself in like a certain groove with my anxiety and keep it under control. And then it's just like literally like about a month before it's like throwing out all the things and I'm just like, well you know, to hell with this. Like, I'm just gonna, my anxiety is just gonna be through the roof and that's, you know, the end of that. Honestly, like, by the time, because John was anxious about being on the plane and I was a little bit anxious about it, but once we're on the plane and I knew that, like, whatever's done is done, I felt so much better because I was just like, oh my God, like, whatever's done is done. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's gone. Like, I'm, I'm gone. I'm not gonna be here. So it is what it is. Um, and then coming back, I was like, wait, like, you know, like life went on, everything was fine, and I had done enough ahead of time. But I'm like, I need, like, I need to explore this PTO thing. Like, you need somebody to come on and talk to us. I was gonna say, Allie of the Wonder Jam does two weeks off at the end of the year, so maybe we'll like have her come back. I feel like the end of the year the- though is like cheating. Uh, because- but in the agent, like especially because we get a lot of work in December, so yeah. I can't imagine. Especially they have but a physical I feel like location. A lot, that- of, a lot of places though, like take off. Yeah, a lot of people of do. Or, yeah, like all of December. But still, like it's not. December. Still, you have to be mentally but like I know, in a like, place. Who takes off? You mean like in June? Like oh yeah, like a week in spring or like a week in June. And how do you like organize your life so for that, that you can do that? <laughs> like, so you I can go away in the that. middle of the year yeah. when people are still working. Exactly. If you are the and person, not be stressed out about it. Please tweet us or email us and let us know because then we'll 
interview you. <laughs> yeah, and we have some fun stuff coming up. Um, our blog is about to get really active. We've taken on some really awesome contributors. Um, so that should be starting up in the next few weeks. And we just were like just stacked with people. I mean, like I'm looking at it right now. And it's peeps. Like looking at like twelve uh, guests that we have on here. So I don't think it, it'll be like a, a minute before you and I have like our own episode. Um, yeah. Because it's just. It's stacked, and I'm not, I'm not mad about it because everyone that's coming is, is people I'm really excited to talk You're to. You're welcome, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, I'm like humble bragging, you're welcome, because all these people are lit, basically. So, And I'm excited about today's interview um, because this is something that I feel like we get asked about a lot, and we're going to be talking about, you know, that balance between you know having a full-time job and also having a full-time business and how that works and since neither of us are doing that uh we're bringing in that in a long guys. time yeah. so my like knowledge is now like invalid yeah so we're bringing in someone to talk with us about that today and i cannot wait for y'all to meet her All right, guys. So we have Maddie with us today uh, from Mad Hearts Photo. And we're going to be talking about the side hustle, uh, which is basically when you have a regular job, a regular nine to five, and then you also have your business that you run. So Maddie, for those of you or for those of our listeners who are not familiar with you already, go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and your business and, um, and also your nine to five career and what you do for a living. Hi guys, um, so as Charisma said, my name is Maddie. I am the owner of Mad Hearts Photography, a portrait and intimate event photography uh, business. I also work in the financial services in- industry for a Fortune 100 company um, in client relations. So that's a little bit about my nine to five and you know photography. I just pretty much do portraits and, and small weddings and events. And you're pretty like niche too because you always do like small events like and lots of portraits and really awesome like elopements in Brooklyn on the Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so what is yeah, your you know, Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that um yeah, that that was kind of like an intentional thing over the years. I started doing a little bit of everything, but then I, I sort of honed it in and I you know definitely had to get some direction for my side hustle to make it easier to manage. And how long have you been doing both? I had, well, I've had the business for, let's see, at this point, um, like seven years. So I've been doing both for seven years. And I've been working in the financial industry pretty much right out of college. So we're looking at like maybe 15 years, if I could count back <laughs> <laughs> Whew, time's adding up yeah, <laughs> I was like trying to do math on my own I was like nope nope not gonna do that math <laughs> um so how did you decide to start doing a side hustle because you were about like eight years into your career before you decided to go ahead and start your business yeah well my side hustle sort of um I stumbled upon it because at the time blogging was a very big thing and I had a little blog called the Magazine Chronicles um, back, I would say like around 2008, 2009. I wanted to take better pictures for my blog and um, you know, I was like, 
bought a camera and I just started shooting for fun. The next thing you know, it was like, hey, you know, you're pretty good at that. You know, can you take my family photos and can you do this? So then I started seeing that there was a market for it in, in my group of friends and family. And yeah, you know, I kind of started the cliche way uh, as a hobbyist and, and becoming um a small business but I just kept with it and you know it's much more established now it's bigger and and yeah so that's kind of like how I started so how much time do you devote to mad hearts a week versus um, like your job as well like no I mean they're both your job but you know what I mean like how much do you spend on your nine to five and then how much do you spend you know working on mad hearts yeah um I've sort of cut back a little bit on Mad Heart since I had a baby back in October. So I'm still kind of figuring out what my schedule is like being a mom and a full-time working employee and also a business owner. But when I started out, I would say up until I had the baby, you know, I was dedicated. He is, um, can I just cut you off really quick to just say that everyone needs to go to your Instagram. I'm going to your Instagram. He is literally, like, please look at him right now because he is literally the cutest baby that I have ever seen and you do like yeah like you take these amazing photos of him y'all right I'm telling you he's so cute he's so cute I can't even deal with it and I just show pictures of him to my husband John all the time and I'm like hey babe like look how cute he is look how cute he is and I mean we can't wait to come up and meet him we're like so excited for that uh but yeah he's just the cute like look at him he's so cute so if he's taking hours away from your business he's worth it that's fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so I used to work I would say between 35 hours a week 30 to 35 hours a week on my business and I've, I've had to cut it down. Dang, that's, um, yeah, that's yeah. intense. Because there's more demand for my time when I come home. So before it was just my husband and my dogs. Now it's my husband, my dogs, and the baby. So now I'm looking at about 20 to 25 hours a week on my business. And that's including shooting time on the weekends. And are you doing 40 hours at work? And I'm doing, well, we have like a weird work week. It's like, I believe it's 37 and a half, but yeah, yeah. pretty much 40 hours because I don't take lunches, so I'm working around the, the whole time I'm there. Whew, man. It's a lot. <laughs> I don't know how you moms do it. That's that's a lot. That you is... know, I don't know how, how I do it either. Because, <laughs> You're like, I got no advice. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I really don't know. I used to love, you know, my eight hours of sleep. Now I What's just kind of operate on less sleep. You know, it just sort of happens. How many hours do you sleep at night? See, this is going to be the question that determines whether or not I become a mother one day. <laughs> not a lot. I um, Most days, and I was going to um, get into that, and most days I wake up at 5 in the morning now. So, And yeah. so that means you slept. The only time I can really be productive is oh. at 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, and I can bang out a lot of things in that short amount of time, but that's like my time. It's like quiet. Everyone's asleep. The dog, my husband, the baby. So it, it's Angelica's She's over here like nodding, nodding, and like I'm just like I'm thinking about how yep. like John and I've been saying like all week that we're gonna get up at five and haven't like, and we have no like kid or like any other reason to like we're like we should get up at five and like work out and we can't even like make ourselves do that so it's yeah i don't know how that's i was not a morning person before the baby i I, I don't think i'm a morning person but i just do it like you just have to do it but i used to get up i would roll out of bed at 7 30 and like 
you know, take half an hour to get ready and then go to work. Like, it, that's how I used to roll. <laughs> Not anymore. The sun is never up when you rise. I know those feelings. <laughs> um, so workspaces can be incredibly important when creating a certain kind of energy. What is different about your work setup when you come home in your little home office versus your work setup in the large financial institute in which you are in <laughs> like yeah. your little department well i mean i don't really have anything on the decor where i work but you know my workspace i like it to be very bright and like um my whole the room that i'm in it's its own separate room and it's white the decor is all white and i have um pops of color here there so the things that bring me um inspiration it's like my little happy place. I come here and I get in my zone. I don't have a TV in here. I don't have any of those distractions. So when I come in here, it's strictly to work. Um, so yeah, I, I love my little space here. I think that's important too, to like carve out a designated area, whether it's in, a, in an office or in your house, wherever your home, you know, wherever your base is for your business, it's, it's important to just make it about that. Because in the very beginning, like I, I used to do a lot of um, the photography stuff on my laptop, and you know I would sit on the couch and watch TV and do it, or where mm -hmm. it was just I, my time was not as productive when I did that. So I, you know, I invested in an iMac and my desktop, and this is where I do all my business. Like I still have my laptop, but I rarely use it anymore. I just sit here and focus when I, when I do get down to work. I was saying, I love that, like, you have a set amount of hours and you're like, I'm literally going to be working and getting it done all of these hours. Because I feel like a lot of people kind of dilly-dally throughout their day. I know that I get really distracted and I'm like, ooh, here's the podcast. Here's my TV. Like, I'm going to watch Chewing Gum now. Oh, my goodness. I am guilty of some of that, too. But, um, yeah, got to do what you have to do. But, yeah, you're not the only one. I get distracted, too, I, especially with social media. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I think that's yes. what the distractor for me is sometimes the social media and, like, Slack channels. Because, obviously, I don't have yeah. the TV in here anymore, um, which I, we never use anyway, unless it was the Chromecast music. Um, that's the only reason why I'll bring it out. <laughs> like, I need a large sound system to give me yeah. ambiance to be really dramatic. Um, but otherwise, I also switched over to the iMac to just be here to sit down. And it really does make a difference because you're sitting at this desk and you are you can't go anywhere. Like, you're stuck here. Absolutely. And it really, Absolutely. I'm, you're just faced with your uh, whatever's in front of you. So yeah. it definitely made a difference with my business workflow. I definitely would recommend. If you have an issue like with going too many places or you can't focus, I really like challenge you to get a desktop or make sure your MacBook and get a monitor and set that up and just sit there. And I feel like that will completely change the way. Because I think sometimes I also had the problem when I had the side hustle, I would come home and I would get the laptop and I will put it on my lap mm -hmm. and then we'd watch TV and get some things done. But Not having that much. desktop, yeah. you get yeah. 9,000 things done. Like you can't go anywhere. So. In the same amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. And your workspace is really, really beautiful. Like it's clean lines, very minimalist. Like I feel like for me, like it's, I really do well focusing in a, like a place like that. Uh, I feel like you should like design offices for a living, honestly, because when you like <laughs> unveiled yours on the blog, I was like, yes, yes, and more yes, because it's just like, it's it's like a Pinterest dream, basically. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, I really, I, I need a clean space in order to get, and even a clean house. Like when I don't, when my house is not clean, when my environment is not to a certain point, I, I it, it makes me um, lose focus. Like I can't concentrate. So it's a personal thing, but it works for me. 
So we talked a little bit about this already, about you becoming a mom and your schedule changing with your side hustle and balancing your job. But I want to dive a little bit deeper and just kind of like, what does your, you know, weekday look like? When are you waking up? When are you going to sleep? When are you with the baby? When are you working? And then like, how does that change with the weekend as well? Get specific. (laughs) I need to know this formula so that if I decide to do this, I have my own formula for it. (laughs) Okay. Well, like I mentioned before, mornings are absolutely crucial. I, you know, that time, that two hour, two and a half hour window before everyone gets up, it is monumental. So for me, waking up early, five o'clock is about my earliest. I can't go any earlier than that. Um, I just, yeah, I, I get out of my bed and I literally just walk over to my office and just start answering emails, open the computer, grab my cup of coffee, and just get to it. So in that two hour time, I usually take care of emails, sending out contracts, um, agreements, all that stuff that- um, All the admin work. Yeah, all the admin work. I usually try to bang it out in the morning. Um, set a blog post if I need to, That that's my time to really focus on those tasks. Um, I do work some evenings too now with the baby. I used to work a lot more in the evening time when I didn't wake up early, but now I, my evenings, I focus it to light editing. Um, yeah. and I'll get into more in my next point about how I've, um, changed my schedule, but I do do light editing on portraits and things at night cause it's busy work and it's yeah. kind of like I can bang them out and it's mindless. Yeah. So I'd rather be fresh in the morning, you know, answer emails and do the things that require more brain power. Mm-hmm. And I, I just do like the busy work that I can bang out pretty quickly. So, um, what else have I done? Um, I value my time a little more. So I, you know, it's been great having a baby in the sense of, I felt like I accepted a lot of jobs before just because I had the time to do it. Now I don't have as much time, so I'm more selective. I've kind of narrowed down what I do and really specialize. Like you said, I really specialize in intimate events and, you know, I I cater to those types of clients. So I've eliminated a lot of the other miscellaneous things that I lumped into my business and that's helped me streamline my time too now as a mother. Um, I used to have a hard time saying no before Mm. and um, you know I would accept different things or like um, would you shoot this for promotional reasons or or things like that. I've cut that down a lot probably to none unless it's something I'm really passionate about and really excited about. just because like like at the time is of the essence so i really just want to focus on what's gonna bring me the most money and also um just inspire me the most you know i don't want to focus on things that i don't want to do anymore so yeah (laughs) i feel like i hear that from moms a lot like not that they feel like they have more time when they have kids but they feel like they understand time better yeah which i feel like i can like like being on the outside of you know not having a kid like I feel like I can kind of understand that but I feel like it is maybe one of those experiences where you do have to be a parent to fully because like I can see where that makes sense but then like the weekend will come and I'll be like I'm gonna stay in bed till 10 and do what I want (laughs) you know what I mean so (laughs) well yeah I mean time is of the essence I guess when you have a kid so if 
you know, when it comes to my business, like, do I want to be spending time doing things that are not going to generate the most amount of income? That's time away that I'm spending away from my kid, too. And you're very, like, family-oriented as well. Like, you do a lot of stuff with your family. I see with your family a lot. Like, you guys travel (laughs) together. You have a podcast with your sisters, which is awesome. Um, So you guys are really, really close. So, like, do you see them, like, most weekends, or how does that all work? Well, they're pretty busy too. It's funny because I'm the one who has the most flexible schedule out of everybody. <laughs> My sister, I have one that's a nurse and one that has um, two uh, full-time jobs as well. So everyone's busy. So Y'all are we try hustlers. to make time for it. Yeah, we try to make time for each other um, and make that a priority. But yeah, it, it's it's tough. But we family's important, so you always have to make time for that. Yeah, totally. Well, speaking of time, working 75 to 80 hours, been there, done that, um, will burn you out. (laughs) For me personally, I know I did. So have you ever experienced burnout from either of your career or maybe both at the same time? And if you do, what do you do when that happens? Yes and yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm currently experiencing burnout at my nine to five, but, um, but the difference, I guess, with my nine to five as opposed to my side hustle is that I have less control mm-hmm. as to, you know, what I can do. Like, you know, I'm working for an employer, so I have to do my the job and whatever that entails. But with my nine, uh, with my business, there I implemented a few changes over the course. I would say the last year or two that have really helped me with burnout. One thing that I started doing last year, knowing that the baby was coming, was outsourcing parts of my edit, especially for my events. Mm. Um, it was a big decision because I'm kind of a control freak. I was gonna say like I'm interested to hear afterwards who you're using, just because like you know that I love your editing like I will like just praise your editing till the end of time because I I feel like you have such a distinct look and I feel like a lot of what you see out there is like very repetitive and I can always tell your edits and they are so good so we'll have to talk more about that on the sidebar (laughs) I was very nervous about outsourcing um I don't outsource portraits yet because I like to still have a lot of control over those. But the the events, yeah, it's you know, good. It's it good that you do. repetitive because mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of it is candid, a lot of it is details. So, um, you know, it just didn't require. You know, I didn't want to spend hours upon hours editing a party. So I started outsourcing my editing, and that has given me my life back. Really, um, I still go in and do some skin retouching, but you know, I went from you know, taking me hours upon hours to being able to um, send it out, get it back in three days, and then have it to my client within the week, which is not only great for me because I had my time back, but great customer service for my clients. That's one thing that I did um, to get my time back. I also limited my services. Like I mentioned before, I used to offer a lot of different photographies, a lot of different um, types of sessions and types of events and this and that and I really just focused it now and I put it on my tagline on my website portraits and intimate events so um, you know the the kind of clients I want to attract are portrait clients and um, small parties small weddings elopements small events like showers those are the things that I want to focus on um, because again that's what I enjoy the most and, and require the least amount of stress. Yeah. Yes. I could yes. totally see like coming from a background where I also did wedding photography, like 
you know, wedding photography, huge weddings, if you're doing that every weekend, like that's going to lead to burnout so much faster than like doing portrait sessions and intimate events. Cause like the intimate event, I feel like you have more control over it. Like it's just less stressful. Like there's less people. Like I could see how you would have a much slower burn, I guess I'll say. Yeah, absolutely. And also with weddings, there's just like a longer timeline where you yes, the that's client true. Mm-hmm. and to the wedding. So I just feel like it lags a bit and for me I, I find that I do better with things that come into my workflow and out of my workflow pretty quickly as opposed to just, you know, a year of contact with, with someone. Um, so that's one thing that I've done limited in my service. I used to do like small design stuff for clients where I would design cards or different items. Oh, I remember what you used to do. Yeah, <laughs> you used to do Christmas cards. You do like a ton of work during that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do a lot of it. Now I just do it for myself and maybe like my family, like immediate family members, but I just don't want to do that. A is not my expertise and it just takes me so, so much longer since I don't do it on a continuous basis that I just cut that service completely from my menu. And um, another thing I did was raise my prices. I had my prices, um, you know, fairly low for this area. And I just recently raised them in January to be a little more, you know, in par with the market. I've always been a person, again, it may be me, it may be the small business mentality, the side hustle mentality. Like, I never felt, like, I always felt nervous charging because you know, I struggle with self-doubt as a side hustle. You know, I don't have imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a brick-and-mortar shop. I I don't um, do this nine to five. But I feel like I still offer my clients a lot of things that are of value to them. So I, I my prices now reflect the added value of working with someone that has less volume of work. Um, what else? Um, oh. A big thing that I want to mention. I also invested in a business management software, Seventeen Hats, oh. which I absolutely love. Um, I was finding that a lot of my time was being stuck in administrative tasks, mm-hmm. and um, this just simplified my workflow between um, referrals, getting the inquiry, to sending out emails. Everything's in templates, and it's so easy to. Communicate, things are already, so I'm not typing the same email over and over again. Everything's set up um, and everything's so easy. Invoicing, agreements, everything. It was the best, the best investment I made in my business. So I highly recommend that service. That's awesome. I, I've always wondered, because like I've heard of them, but I actually haven't heard, I don't know anyone who actually like used them. So it's interesting to hear, because there's like so many different softwares out there, and it's always like overwhelming, like, oh, what right. do I do? Uh, but yeah, that's interesting no, here, because I have them. heard about that one. Do you think yeah. that they're, they're, do you think that they're like particularly good for, as far as 17 Hats go, do you think they're particularly good for photographers, or do you think that they're more of like a blanketed service for everyone? I think originally it was created with photographers in mind, but I think that it can be used for anyone. Um, They have invoicing features, they have a quote feature, they have agreements. So it can be customized pretty much to any business. And what I love about it is that you can really tailor it to your business. You can add your logo, you can add your color. So every correspondence that you send clients looks cohesive, looks professional, um, and everything is electronic so contracts are signed electronically payment is received electronically and can be sent it's beautiful like you know and and everything (laughs) is just so nicely integrated and you can just create projects and everything is organized by client 
Well, that's amazing. Well, I'm really excited about this next question because I've just wanted to ask you this forever and I don't really know why I haven't. Um, but it's like something that I always think about. I'm like, <laughs> I want to know this and then like I, my for my own curiosity. Um, but I just always forget to ask you. So I want to know what your ultimate goal is with Mad Hearts Photography. Do you eventually want to go full time? Do you want to keep doing both uh, your side hustle and your full time job? Or are you kind of like undecided going with the flow, figuring it out? Um, my goal has always been to, uh, transition to full time with Mad Heart. Okay. And I always thought that that I would be able to do that when I had a baby and it would be perfect because it's like, I can do my Mad Heart and then I could be a stay at home mom. But actually, uh, my husband had a change in his, um, employment situation last year when I was pregnant. So now I'm the main breadwinner. Yes. Home, he's a stay at home dad. Hustle. So. <laughs> So, you know, life happened and, but you know what? It's okay. I think we're a great team. And, and that's one thing I wanted to mention too. It really helps to have a supportive partner when you do a side hustle, because it really takes a lot of time and energy away from the home, away from your, you know, so to have an understanding partner, if you're with someone, um, it's really helpful. It's a major stress reliever because my husband understands how much I need his help. Like all day he's been with the baby and I told him, Hey, I need to get on this podcast and I have an interview and he was like, okay, I got it. So, <laughs> you know, he's taking care of Jonas right now. So I like it definitely helps to have a partner. That's amazing. And I very much want for you to eventually go full time, but I absolutely love that you are like killing it and you are the breadwinner and that he's a stay-at-home dad. That makes me so happy inside. <laughs> like I absolutely yeah, love that. You know, and he- great at it. I'll say he's very like you can just see in every photo he takes with the baby I'm just like oh so cute I can't (laughs) deal. Yeah he was he was a little nervous about being a dad but you know what he's awesome at it and like I said he's been a great partner and he's definitely um I, I can't do it without his help so I really appreciate his contribution. That's so awesome. So what other advice outside of having someone that's supporting you if you're in a relationship um, for people who have nine to five jobs and are looking to take on a side hustle? Well, having a side hustle is definitely doable. However, it's going to take a lot of discipline on your part. It's going to take a lot of discipline and um, perseverance, I would have to say. Um, I like to consider it a part-time job I think it's helpful to think of it as an actual part-time mm, commitment like uh, because if you don't put up the, if you don't show up and you don't put the hours in it's not going to go anywhere so you really have to see it as um, you know like you're going to an actual other job and um, in order for it to succeed I also recommend um, starting small and working your way up so you can figure out systems and workflows that work best for you. Um, like I said, once I implemented the 17 hats in my business management and outsourcing, I feel like um, I can grow easily now with, with the business because I have the time, you know, I have more time. I built more time into my business uh, workflow. I also believe that you need to organize your time and your work area. So um, I'm a big believer of Google calendars and mm-hmm. Gtask and yes. everything um, is on the computer or on my phone, um, working remotely. You have to. And I block chunks of time. Um, I'll dedicate, you know, I'll put a task or two from my to-do list every day with regards to my business. So I'm always on task. So I think it's important to be organized. And like I said, have that space in your home 
that will help you focus, um, whether it's in your home or if you go somewhere else, um, but just have a place that, you know, where you get there, that's all you do, you work. Um, and my last bit of advice I would say is to be professional. I, I've, um, I guess because of my nine to five career, I deal with client relations and then find very high net worth clients. So I, customer service skills for me are like up here. I really, um, and that's high guys that, for those of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. We can yeah. see her. They should have just assumed. <laughs> Assume it's the highest her hand can go because that is where yes. it's at. <laughs> yes. um, you know, so I've, I've been able to take some of those skills from my nine to five into my business, always being professional, trying to be punctual, being consistent with communication and follow up. I mean, I've worked with small business owners and, you know, we're not very good when it comes to that. Sometimes we're, we're creative. <laughs> We, so true. You know, I work with people that I really admire their work, but when I work with them, mm-hmm. you know, they've been terrible with emailing. They've been terrible with following up. Like I've had to follow up about like, well, when is this going to be ready? And I think it's important, especially if you have a side hustle. Again, because we're a little bit of disadvantage when it comes to cred, and people don't always take us completely you know, seriously, because they're like, well, you don't do this, you know, you don't have a brick and mortar shop. I think it's, except, you know, very important to be professional and, and just be on your game and, um, be, um, over, uh, under promise and over delivered everything yeah. you do Yeah. because um, that's the way you're going to set yourself apart and really grow. Um, so yeah, I love that. That's, that's some advice for me. <laughs> so what projects do you have coming up uh, that we can look forward to? And where can our listeners find you like on the internet? And also like, you know, go ahead and plug your podcast because you have an awesome podcast with your sister. So it's, you know, all Latin girls, all women of color, which we love. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay, well, um, you can always find me on social media. I, I'm not very active these days, but the more <laughs> most active is probably Instagram. Instagram, Instagram stories, you'll see me there. You'll see Jonas, my baby, in there a lot. He's so cute. Followed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's so cute. You can find me on the web too, um, madheartsblog.com. Um, I try to blog consistently. I've been slacking a little. I, you know, it's a You're better than most photographers, though, as far as consistency, because I feel like most photographers aren't super consistent with that. So you're you're pretty good. Yeah, you know what it is for me? It takes a long time, again, because I'm very anal about everything. So it takes a long time for me to put a blog post up. And I don't know how much um, traffic it gets. So it's easier sometimes to just post on Instagram and share my work that way. Um, I also am on Facebook, Mad Hearts Photography on Facebook. But, you know, I don't know. I'm falling out of love with Facebook a little these days. So I feel you. You don't see me as often there. Um, so, yeah, that's where you can find me. I'm also for fun, again, because... I just love being creative and doing fun things and adding to the stress of my life. I have a little <laughs> podcast with my sisters that um, we started called Sister Night Podcast. And um, like I said, we just get together once a week and we just talk about what's going on in our lives, what's going on in the media, and just have fun with it. So it was just another creative outlet that wasn't photography for me. So you can find us at sisternightpodcast.com. And we're on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. All all of them. All of them. (laughs) All the things. That's so awesome. I'm excited to go listen to it. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today, Maddie. 
Thank you we so really much appreciate all of your knowledge and I hope that some of our listeners who've been reaching out to us and letting us know that they want to start side hustles this is hopefully the, the guide episode. for them <laughs> yeah. yes this is their episode so thank you so much so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I feel very honored to be uh, included in your awesome um, guest list. So thank you so much. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you like, oh, yeah. You know. I'm just like, no, thank you. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye. Bye.